Welcome to the Pro Vocal Artist Podcast with me, Gemma Sugru. This podcast is all about helping singers turn their passion for singing into a way of life. I wanted to record a podcast today because I just have something in my mind that has come up. Uh, basically, I've been on these calls with students who are prospective students for Pro Vocal Artist. And it's really interesting. There was a couple of themes that came up in all of the calls. And um, one of the one of the themes that really struck a chord with me and that made me I, I could really relate to um is I don't know what how I'm just this is these are my words these aren't their words but how I was understanding it was that they need they're looking for permission to be or to call themselves a singer and I feel like I spent a lot of my time at the beginning of my singing career pursuit of singing looking for that kind of validation that kind of thumbs up whether it was like I need to do my grade eight I need to get a distinction in my grade eight I need a degree in it I need to get this audition I need to get that part I need to you know that I needed all of these uh this kind of validation before I was allowed to say that I was a singer um and I think a lot of people really struggle with saying oh I'm a singer I'm an artist I'm a a singer-songwriter which reminds me, I was doing a concert with the RT Concert Orchestra. It was the Innate of Childline Christmas show and they had all these different Irish artists performing on the night. And I remember at like Soundcheck, one of the artists came up to me. So I was singing covers. They're like dance remakes with the orchestra and Janie Green. I was singing two of those tracks. And one of the artists came up to me and they were saying that they were nervous and we were just having a little chat. And... They said, well, I'm not like a real singer like you. And I'm like, oh, no, no, oh, no, no. Hang on a second. (laughs) You're totally legit. Like you don't need uh, to be able to sight sing to be a real singer or to be able to like have this particular kind of technique or whatever, like exactly how you do, how you show up, what your background is. You know, you've earned your success. You deserve to be here. You deserve to sing with this orchestra like I couldn't I couldn't believe because I was in awe of her I was actually going oh wow isn't she fabulous and oh so inspired by her um so it was just uh, quite eye-opening and I think that there are a lot of artists out there who don't have maybe a super formal background in training in voice or in music who have this feeling of oh god I'm going to be found out or I'm an imposter or I'm not like legit and they're probably working with musicians who spend years like trying to hone their craft on their instrument and feels like singers just show up and belt it out and go home again um but of course there's a lot more to that but I I really I really want to help every singer listening today to redefine what it means to be a real singer um you can't see me right now but I'm doing little bunny ears with my with my index fingers so yeah like I don't know is it because of x factor I feel like the a lot of singers feel that we're going to get x-factored as in you're going to be put through all the production rounds where the producers are like wow you're amazing you're going to win let's go you're on to the next round and then you get to the celebrity judges and like the celebrity judges fall off their chairs laughing at you because you're so average or bad and you come across as deluded I'm sure that is uh are many many singers out there I'm sure that's your worst nightmare um and I just that's not the word that's not real life um and I also think that 
we're comparing ourselves to super established, seasoned superstars. You know, like lots of singers ask me how to sing like Ariana or how to sing like Celine Dion um, and are frustrated because they can't get that like perfect belt in the bridge. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, well, this is what an amazing problem to have. You must have solved all the other singing problems up until that. So possibly not. They may have gone like zero to 60. Um, but I think I heard Julie Cameron, the, the writer or the author of what's called the artist's way and she talks about ch check out george lucas's very first film production and you if you saw it you would have been like listen don't quit the day job we've got to stop comparing ourselves to these people who have really you know gotten on a particular path with their singing career and stuck with it for a period of time and have arrived at a cer certain point um, and I think so many of us, maybe we have been doing it for a while, but we've been a little bit misdirected or misguided because we've been looking for that validation. For example, you know, I'd studied classical for such a long time, but I was just doing that because that was the only way to get a third level education. And that was the only way to get like a grade or just there was no structure outside of that for, you know, being a singer. And you have to, like, I, I just, I didn't have the guts to just finish school and say I'm now going to work on my artistry Go goodbye everybody <laughs> and like I just I, I had to I had to follow the format with everybody else so this is usually coming from a place of fear and I I find it really helpful to put myself put my mind into the worst case scenario like what am I really really afraid of and say let's say the worst case scenario is you put yourself out there to learn that the general consensus of everybody is that you're pretty average and you're actually not that great. I think I was so scared of hearing that news, especially being average. Oh no, not average. Oh, that would be terrible. Um, so let me analyze that and go, what's wrong with being average? Is that the end of the world? Um, like it is tough feedback to receive, but I feel like if I, if I was doing what I was doing with good intentions and I, you know, I'm leading with kindness, I should be able to do what I want. And if somebody has an opinion of me, that's none of my business, but if somebody's got some helpful feedback for me, I should take it on and apply it. Um, and the good news about being average is there's a, there's a way up. There's a room for improvement. There is growth. And I, absolutely every time I arrive at a, a goal so I achieve a certain thing say I set out to get so many followers on TikTok I as soon as I did it I was like oh I better get some more followers like it wasn't that exciting or fun or, or fulfilling or joyful I thought it would make me happy and of course it doesn't what makes me happy is the actual the actual growing and doing it's the process and so if I get the news that I'm average at singing that news really is, oh, cool. Now I got to, I've got to go on another journey of discovery and growth and figuring this out. And that's awesome because I absolutely love singing. I love figuring it out. I love getting better. So thank you very much for that information. I will see you again soon. And hopefully I'll be a little bit better than average. And then I'll be a little bit better again. So I just 
think that our greatest fear really isn't that awful. Um, so you can do this in a slow way. So you can hide until you're ready. And that day when you're really ready, it may never happen. And you get these massive growth spurts. If you're on the right, like make sure you're on the right boat. Meaning, um, you know, I think it's Warren Buffett says it doesn't matter how fast you're going if you're on the right boat. That's a, a kind of probably I've misquoted him there, but essentially what he means is make sure you've picked the right boat to be on. And the boat might be, I want to be an original music singer or singer songwriter of the style, you know, in the style of a folk indie vibe or whatever. Um, that's going to get you to your destination a lot faster then jumping different boats like classical training, music theater, being in shows, doing gigs, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, get in the right boat from the start and slowly inch your way towards your destination. So yeah, we can do it the slow way. We can hide, we can wait until we're ready. But when we're, when we're doing that, we're getting no feedback. We're getting no growth. We're getting no input. We're getting no um, experiential confidence. Confidence comes from actually experiencing it and doing it. And confidence really comes from falling, like having a, like, what do they call it? Like a face palm moment, not a face palm, basically falling flat in your face and picking yourself back up again. Um, so I just think you need to take that, what they call messy action in, in the business, American, um, female driven American business world, they say messy action. So but I like it. It's about just like getting on with it, doing things before you're ready and figuring it out on the job. Um, it's the only way to get that momentum. Um, and it really helps you grow. And I think, I also think that we worry about people will be, will see us trying. Oh my God. I'm trying to do this. Like I remember again, making the example of TikTok. I, I was on my Instagram story and I, I didn't have I had like a couple of hundred followers on TikTok and I was talking about it and I was like, I'm going to try this out. And oh, I've tried and I've gone away from it and I tried and I went away from it and I'm going to try one more time and give it a go. And, and I didn't mind anybody f watching me, hearing that I was trying again and then seeing that it still didn't work. I was at this stage of my life, I'm okay with that. And I think that maybe as um, in the world of singing, we're supposed to think that a singer is anointed. It's just God given. They just open their mouth and glor glorious sounds come out. Um, but I really think that we should stop that and we should just like flaws and all should be really sexy in, in singing now. You know, the way we've made this movement where things are really polished on social media in terms of physical appearance and there is there are a lot of people showing oh my god we should totally do that trend on instagram where you know they have like the swipe of their photo where they're in their bikini and they're they're like all lean and then they have their swipe photo where they're they just let their belly they bloat their belly out and they're like what i really look like today we've actually got to put wouldn't that be such a good trend there, there is a little social media content tip for free if anybody wants that. I think people would love that. Here's me with like it perfected and here's me with like it not sounding, it sounding pretty raw. But anyway, um, I feel like it's okay to, to be seen, to be trying to get better and to involve people in your journey. That's great, great content as well. I'm all about the content, sorry. Um, but I think it's, I like seeing people's journey and I like being part of it. And I'm like, oh, I believed in, in that artist from the beginning and, and look how far they've come. 
So really, you're the only one who needs to give yourself that permission to be a real singer. You don't need a certain amount of followers and you don't need that grade eight or a college degree. Uh, I just think that the criteria is you need to find it really joyful. Um, I think you should commit to crafting your skill at it in your own way. However you do that is how you do that. There is no exact way you're supposed to do that, unfortunately, but also fortunately. Um, that's what makes the world of singing so eclectic and inspiring and creative and amazing. And then you need to be, you need to have something to share um, and you want to share it just for the sake of sharing it as in like performing and singing and recording. Um, and, and it's never to prove anything to anyone, you know? So what next? I would just, uh, I don't know where you are right now with your singing, but go and bring it into your life as much as you can if it's if it's what you want um find a coach take a singing course a songwriting course learn a new cover every week uh, sing for friends and family join a choir um just any singing stuff be like a singing activities detector and just fill your life with it uh get that you want to get this kind of mileage on the clock of the kind of singing activities that fill you up now also if you know something isn't a good fit for you singing wise, please beware. Not every singing teacher or singing program or school of singing is the right fit for you. And that's no one's fault. But definitely walk away when you have the opportunity to walk away. As a vocal coach, I've recognized that I have a lot of power. Singers that come to me are so passionate and excited about improving and they're fired up um, about their musical ambitions and they sometimes may even position me as the key to their happiness because singing is happiness to them and like achieving great things in their singing is uh, you know the goal for them. I know this because I've put my teachers in the past on a pedestal and I can totally take advantage. I feel like that's a vulnerable position to be in. And I know some singing teachers knowingly or unknowingly do take advantage. And like, I mean, who doesn't want to feel like a high priestess or something? I think I, I try, my approach is to try to really take care before a singer signs up with me, really understand what they want, really make sure that like my program is very, not rigid but it's very detailed and it's very specific in the way that it would help somebody but that means that when somebody's a fit they're tight fit it's just like nice and cozy um but I and I'll know in the calls if they're not um so yeah and I have no hesitation in directing singers into in a different direction or telling them go over here for a while work with this person and then come back over to me if this is what you kind of end up thinking or feeling or wanting to do and like when I look back I don't know if if I should have been a singer to be honest like what I was talking about there in terms of uh, like singing for the wrong reasons I could have been singing for the wrong reasons partly um I think singing was something I've said this before maybe on you might have heard me talk about this before uh singing was something I discovered I could do well in school and I was pretty not great at most things I wasn't very focused in school or inspired by and uh, the other academic subjects and singing was something I was good at and I just leaned into that real hard um and I just don't know I think I lost 
there was a there was an innocent connection I had to singing and music before I was 14 or 15 and then around that time in my life as a teenager I I started going oh my god I need to be accepted I need to be cool I need to be good at something I need to have status and so singing seemed to be my ticket to that and I kind of rode that um for many years until yeah, a long time I, and I I kind of fluctuated in and out of singing from my heart and singing for status and singing for money actually mainly <laughs> to keep me uh, surviving but I mean I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my singing path and I think everything I've, I now understand that my path as a singer was to help other singers and I'm really glad that I'm here um but yeah I think just I want to help and encourage you to be super aware um you're fully autonomous in your singing journey um know when you're being manipulated or when something isn't the right fit for you and make sure you get on the right singing boat that it's the the boat that's going to lead you to the direction of the singing that you that fills you up and makes you feel you know free and creative and inspired and that doesn't make you feel like you don't fit you don't belong you're not good enough and nobody needs to give you permission to sing you give yourself permission to sing so that's my little hot take for today i hope it was helpful for you um if you are interested in my program make sure you send me a direct message on instagram at Gemma Sugru. say hello there i like that style of meeting each other um rather than email so send me a direct message um at Gemma g-e-m-m-a sugru s-u-g-r-u-e why did i spell that we're not on a bloody phone call <laughs> sorry oh my god nearly yeah anyway sorry so that's all for today and i will see you again talk to you again very soon bye